Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manesh. Today, we're talking about balance of trade. One of the things that can affect inflation is the balance of trade. Nowhere is this more evident than in markets outside the U.S. who rely on buying U.S. dollars. The U.S. dollar remains the world's reserve currency and is often used for international trade. While there are warning signs on the horizon that may threaten the U.S. position as the world reserve currency, it still holds that position today and for the foreseeable future. We often think of inflation as the rising of prices, when in fact it's actually the opposite. It's a reflection of the devaluation of the currency. But when we say devaluation, what exactly are we talking about? Is the currency being worth less compared to what? Are we talking about comparing to the price of an ounce of gold, the price of another currency, or the cost of a loaf of bread? So much international trade is conducted in U.S. dollars that imports are often priced in U.S. dollars. Money is borrowed in U.S. dollars as well. Most notable examples of that are countries like Argentina and Turkey, but there are others. If the local currency is devalued relative to the U.S. dollar, then the cost of repaying that debt goes up. The cost of servicing the debt goes up proportionally according to the devaluation. Even a small devaluation can make servicing an existing debt unsustainable. Now, it's clear why the lender wants the loan denominated in U.S. dollars. They don't want the risk of their money becoming devalued. They don't want the foreign exchange risk. They realize that by transferring the foreign exchange risk, they're simultaneously increasing the default risk. The debt becomes more expensive to repay, then the risk of default goes up. I believe the next economic downturn is going to be triggered by some major credit default. It might be a government debt, perhaps some corporate debt. I can't tell you exactly who it's going to be. Is it going to be Greece, Spain, Portugal, Argentina, Turkey, Italy? We really don't know. Maybe it's Japan. There's such a web of counterparty risk throughout the entire global banking system, it may be impossible to know exactly where the weakest link is. Only a year ago, Argentina issued $2.75 billion in debt denominated in U.S. dollars, having a 100-year maturity. Less than a year later, these bonds are trading at $0.83 on the dollar. That's the risk premium the market has built into these bonds. Remember, Argentina has defaulted twice in the past 20 years, and eight times in the past 200 years. In my opinion, the chance of these bonds being paid in 100 years is close to zero. Now, one of the big risks in the next few years is that we have a wave of protectionism that takes hold to try and benefit one country's economy at the expense of another. This, too, can have an inflationary impact. That is, we can see significant increase in prices ripple through the economy in a very short time period. For example, we've seen a 25% increase in the price of softwood lumber since the beginning of the year, and that's translated into 3-4% to increase in the total cost of new home construction. At the end of the day, I don't believe the tariffs are going to be the new norm. In my opinion, they're a negotiating chip in the global game called balance of trade. Imagine if you managed your family's finances the way some countries do. Truth, countries operate not that different from families, at least not the way they're supposed to. If you have too much consumption and not enough production, then your household is going to risk bankruptcy. And if your consumption is funded by debt, and that debt is held by one of the suppliers, then again you risk bankruptcy. That's exactly the situation that exists on a global basis. We've got 25% of U.S. Treasuries being held by China, 13% of U.S. Treasuries being held by Saudi Arabia. So more than a third 
of the U.S. sovereign debt, the U.S. government debt, is being held by two foreign governments that we have a major trade deficit with. The so-called trade war between the U.S. and China, the U.S. and the European Union, and the U.S. and Canada has been the topic of lots of criticism. And there's no doubt there's a concerted effort from the White House to bring the balance of trade between the U.S. and its trading partners back into balance. If this consumption and debt cycle continues without stopping, the U.S. will have no choice but to dramatically devalue its currency relative to its trading partners in order to devalue the debt. That's the only way they're going to work their way out of the debt unless they can find a way to restore balance of trade. If it devalues the currency, then it risks its position as the global reserve currency. So it's simply a question of committing suicide, and the only discussion is which weapon are you going to use? It's not a question of if, it's a question of when and and by what means. So right now, it's easy to see the tariffs as bad for the economy. However, they might be the better medicine the U.S. and the world needs right now to negotiate a better balance of trade. So you're thinking about that and wondering what inflation really means to you. Have a spectacular day. Make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. 